Hello, this is the Urban Guru again, here with another podcast featuring insights from artists of color. Today's podcast is an interview which took place at the BlurredCon 2019, which was held in Crystal City, Virginia. For those of you who may not know, BlurredCon is a science fiction and fantasy convention which focuses on black nerds and their place in the larger nerd community, as well as highlighting artists and creators of color. How you doing? This is uh, TJ Sterling of Ray Comics. I'm here at BlurredCon 2019 here in Virginia. I'm the uh, president and lead artist of Ray Comics, a uh, sci-fi martial art action story. Um, Alchemist is our main title. Um, all characters of color doing very interesting scenarios. So TJ, tell me, when did you first decide that you were going to be creative, that you were going to be an illustrator or a comic book artist? When did that happen? For you and at what age did that happen? Yeah, I first started working doing comics professionally when um, in about 2015, I'm sorry, 2010 when I was interning at Marvel actually. So I interned at Marvel for a year and from there I actually learned the business and the mechanics and science of how comics are put together and then from there I started making my own comics in 2015. Um, I was maybe in my mid-20s at the time when I was interning at Marvel um, but I was actually in college at the same time so I was finishing my degree and interning. Um, my degree was actually in um, fine arts and illustration. Yeah, I've always been interested in art ever since I was a young kid. I've always done interest, like art stuff. I always loved comics, Looney Tunes, SpongeBob, Ninja Turtles, all that stuff. The biggest thing for me was actually learning how to actually build the platform of the comic books, the company itself, and then understanding what it would take and what would be necessary to make something successful that would stand out from the crowd. In your opinion, what would you say makes a good story? What should an author ask himself? Um, well, really a good story for me is something that um, is just you know authentic and true to yourself. So it has to be something that you know is going to be really cool that you would like and then other people would like. You can't just make it about what you like though. You have to think, oh, you know, what would be a cool element that other people like, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to stories. And then also you have to look at what the market is and what, you know what I'm saying, how it all looks. Because really and truly, if you're just making a story about yourself, then it becomes false, false flat. But if you literally like, I want to make a comic book that is about people of color doing something really dope, and you think of what that might be, and you're kind of fulfilling a niche because we actually need more of that, you know what I mean? What advice would you give to new comic book artists as they consider their career? I would say really to never give up. Um, it is challenging, it's tough, but anything that's worth it is challenging and tough. So you just can't give up, you gotta believe in yourself, but you also have to do the work and necessary enough to get make sure that you're getting better because you can't just put out a comic book and it be mediocre art because you know you may sell a couple but you're never going to sell anymore unless you're really pushing yourself to get better. Do you believe that artists should have a B plan or a day job? Um, honestly like I'm half and half right now so I personally suggest people having a day job to fuel the comic book business because any business whether let's say you become a cook or a chef you want to open your own restaurant or you want to do music like you need a certain level of capital to kind of influx into that business in order to kind of like get the wheels turning. And then once you, you know, it's turning enough to where you're making a decent amount of money, then you can walk away from it. How do you deal with creative block or distractions to your creativity? Um, really, I try to stick to a very regimented schedule um, when it comes to like drawing every single day. I mean, I draw every day no matter what, even if it's something small because to me, it's like if you know you were thinking about chopping an entire tree down in one shot, it doesn't always occur. You got to hit it multiple times in order to knock that tree down. So if you're doing something, even if it's a little something every single day, you're always going to reach that goal. So when you think about creative blocks, the only reason you really have a creative block is because 
you're kind of starting cold, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, if you're, but if you're always doing something, even a little bit, you're in the flow, you're catching the vibe, and then it's easier and it's smoother to kind of continue to do stuff. But everybody has a creative block. Sometimes you need to take a break, fall back, and then from there, start again. How do you schedule your creative time whenever you are working on a comic? Um, honestly, I, all of my writing is very regimented. So I start out with doing all of the scripting first, like the plots and stuff like that, for each issue in the entire arc. So I know what I'm doing for issue one, two, three, all the way up to six. And then I actually have like my synopsis. And then from the synopsis, I actually start writing. I start writing immediately right after the synopsis is done. And then that'll take me maybe two or three months to kind of get everything ironed out. And then once the writing is completely done, I maybe take, I don't know, a week or two break and then I'll start drawing. You gotta be calculated with everything that you're doing, even something like comics. Um, because when you're calculating, you have all of the structure in place. Essentially what you're doing is the structure provides a certain level of um, uh, comfortability when it comes to how you're working. I will say that again, that when you have that structure, you kind of like basically are feeling out, you're just, things are flowing organically through the creative process because you know, okay, all I need to do in order to be successful is start drawing at this time and then make sure that I continue to do that every single day. You know what I'm saying? Little by little. I spend four hours a night drawing every single day, Monday through Friday, sometimes a little bit more on the weekends. And then from there, by the end of the week, I have a full finished page. By the end of the month, I've got four pages. By the end of, you know, so on and so forth. It just kind of keeps turning like that. How do you deal with distractions when it comes to your creativity and your process? I mean, we all have distractions, but I would say the best way to get away from distractions is really to just be diligent about your time. Like you have to kind of sacrifice and that's really what it is. So if your friends want to go out on a weekend, you may have to say no one weekend and maybe say less to get yes on another weekend. Um, you may have to say no for a good month or you may just, you know, reward yourself. Like, okay, I've worked for all day Saturday from the time I woke up at eight o'clock all the way till about nine or eight o'clock. I work for 12 hours straight. I'm going to, now I'm going to go out for the rest of the night. You reward yourself. But also like, Binge watching TV shows, you have to say no, watch them later. Five minutes. So, again, my, my uh, recommendation to anybody who gets distracted, you have to sacrifice and understand that it's necessary to say no to certain things like TV, video games, sometimes going out. When it comes to your creative process, how do you deal with the loneliness that comes with creativity? So it doesn't bother me at all, actually. Um, I think for me, it's one of those things that I actually enjoy um, the solace and the, the solitude and the quiet of being by myself creating. Because when I'm here at a show, you can tell there's thousands of people. I'm constantly meeting over hundreds of people, shaking lots of hands, talking all weekend. And it's a completely an extroverted situation. So I like to be introverted and relaxed when it comes to the creation part of my own stuff. Where do you find your creative inspiration when you're creating a new comic? The uh, ideas that I had for Okemos, my particular comic book property, comes from really just loving certain things in the 90s. Like I love martial arts. I did martial arts for 10 years. I love action. I love sci-fi. I love time travel. Um, I love uh, the Sentai genre in uh, Asia. I love anime. So all that stuff that I thought was cool in the 90s, I wanted to kind of mix all that stuff together and then kind of put it into one package that I thought was pretty dope featuring characters of color. And put your spin on it. That's correct. The uniqueness. That's what uniqueness, correct. And how do you feel about artists owning their own IP? Uh, when it comes to owning your own stuff, I would recommend that you self-publish, honestly, because when you self-publish, 
you own all the rights, you own all of the, um, well, you own everything that you're making and everything that you actually have gets reinvested back into the business. But you're also kind of understanding what it takes in order to run a successful business yourself versus going with a publisher and letting them do it. But it all depends on what, what level of involvement you want. Because if you want to just be an artist, that's totally fine. If you just want to be a writer, that's totally fine too. But you know, for somebody like me, I want to be a businessman as well as an artist and then transition over time to just do more than just artwork because you know, I don't want to be 80 drawing comics. It'd be cool to do some stuff, but at the time I'm at that age, I want to have a multimedia empire, million dollars worth of IPs, character, all this stuff where I can sit back and do the Stan Lee and just watch it all make me money. Exactly. Cameos with the old bald dude with the gray beard, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you for listening to this Urban Guru podcast and tune in next time for another episode.